Serving spiritual seekers around the world. Unity Online Radio. Thank you for tuning in for this Unity Partner Program. Unity Online Radio partners with spiritual leaders from organizations whose mission and messages complement Unity's. We are pleased to bring you this program on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. to Everyday Attraction, where the law of attraction gets real, with Ray Zander, your guide, coach, and best gal pal. Welcome to another edition of Everyday Attraction. My name is Ray, and I'll be your host for the hour as we go deep, people, on what it is to be alive in the conscious world of effects, to be fully alive in the non-physical, fully alive in the physical, and being enjoying the journey between the two. We love to talk about the law of attraction, 1.0, I know with these teachers lately, doesn't it feel like deep, deep, deep teachings? And it is exciting to understand the physical and the non-physical universe just so we can be more co-creative, have more fun, and get over ourselves a little quicker. We like to do this by listening to the teachings of Abraham. And if you're not familiar with them, we highly encourage you to go to their main website, which is www.abraham-hicks.com and check out some of their recordings. What we're going to do on the show today is talk a little bit about the concept of how to move things from the non-physical conscious world into the delicious three-dimensional, colorful, smell, touch, taste a world of effects. And to help me do that, break down the process and have some fun. In the meantime, is my wonderful co-host, Janice Campbell. Hi, Janice. Hi, how are you? I'm good this morning, managing the contrast, which is my new theme. We'll get into that a little later. <laughs> so fun, so fun. <laughs> it is a wonderful day in this 2012. And the theme for today's show is this concept that floats around the metaphysical wor- uh, world of effects, as many of us have been studying unity and um, a lot of the different uh, conscious creating type of theories has have come upon this concept that it is already done. It is already done. How many times have you heard that in one of your metaphysical one-on-one classes? And I really kind of wanted to slow that down today and talk about how is it that something is done when it isn't in my living room or isn't in my bed or isn't in my, um, even in my physical ability to see it. How is it done? And Abraham, our wonderful teachers are, are, our teachers are, are able to help us understand some of the mechanics of what it is that we do every day that we're not aware of in creating this physical reality. Um, but how can we take advantage of the fact that that which you have asked for has been given in consciousness? Um, and how do we allow that process to more easily and fully uh, and more enjoyably be apparent to us so we don't have to be waiting for anything? Uh, what I love about the consciousness of it is done or the change has happened the change has happened. That which you've asked for, that change has already happened in consciousness. Um, 
how is it that we can now bring it into our reality? Or is it our job to bring it into reality? Janice, what, what's your feeling around that, you know, kind of concept that once it, you have asked mm-hmm. is done in consciousness? Yeah. Well, I think it's interesting because I was, I was hearing you speak and then like when you say with this work, we go deep, 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 you know, and we've been studying unity and studying Abraham and, and studying all this. But in a way, it's kind of, I, I don't know if deep is, the, I mean, it's, We've been consistently studying it, but I think it always gets down to what does this mean in my life? You know, and I think Abraham keeps trying to show us so, not necessarily deep, but just so many different angles. Look at it this way. Look at it this way. Look at it this way. But in a way, it's kind of simple, yeah. but it's so slippery for us to get because it, it's not the way that we may normally have expected things to be like, no, things aren't here unless we see them. So it's kind of... But in a way, they kind of try to get it so simple. I don't know. So I just think it's fascinating how it's really about the principles are the principles. And then it's our job, like you said, what's ours to do, whatever. But it's our job. The only reason why we're studying this unity material is because we're trying to make sense of what does this mean in my life? Right. Like how, you know, how can I be at peace? But I like what you're saying about we don't have to wait for anything but then it really i think we have to bring it into our life what does that mean like we have to look at particular things that we think we're waiting for or that we think we don't have yet and kind of break it down so practically practically in a day-to-day basis so when abraham says the change has already been made and it is your job to gather evidence of that change it, it really is a little bit of a puzzle that one has to say well and I always like to go back to the emotions because I think your emotional set point, your emotional uh, place in the world tells a lot about your ability to believe this or not believe it, whether there's resistance to that truth. So if the change, think about a change that you have asked for in the world, in your life, that change, that thing, that experience, how would you be emotionally if you knew in your heart of hearts, 100%, no doubt about it, that it was already done and it was just a lovely, exciting, interesting journey to bring it into the physical? I mean, think about it. I mean, your, your, your whole emotional set point, if you knew, if you really believed, if you had the faith that that which you've asked for is already done in consciousness and it's your job to gather evidence for the fact that it is complete, you would ha- I think you'd live a little bit more zippity doo dah kind of life. Right. You know? But then what gets you to the feeling? There, it's almost like there has to be some opening, like the possibility. Yes. Like we see it, like I think that's what I keep saying, look into your life and gather evidence. It's like if we have, like we all have had times where we thought we weren't going to get, some, you know, like we've actually brought things from the invisible into the visible. Like there are things that we were waiting for that actually showed up. You know, I think about being pregnant, you know, it's like um, eventually that day comes, you know, nine months later, even though it feels like (laughs) I'll never have a baby, that day comes. And are we going to enjoy the pregnancy or be doubtful for nine months? Yeah. But we really, we don't have to wait if, if we know, like really it's getting to that place of knowing. How do we get to the place of, knowing because when we get to the place of knowing we have the feeling like when I know then I relax when I know because I know that feeling of knowing and when I know that feel when I know that I know the feeling follows it but it but are you saying the we have the feeling first and then we get the knowing 
Well, I think I think there's a little bit of a chicken and egg here, and we want to sort of slow it down and, and break it up in that way, because they're saying you have already asked for it. You have said, "I want to, you know, experience this or I want to see this." Um, and as they talk about so much in their their core teaching, ask and it is given. Step one, you ask all day, every day, with your rockets of desire. Two, it's given. It isn't a debate. Are you good enough? Are you, you know, capable of handling this change you asked for? Do we know better than you, lowly little human, whether or not you should have that? I mean, none of that is taught here. It's simply a yes in consciousness. But then we have to actually look at that. Like, could we really accept the yes? That's the key. Or is our mind doing battle with, well, yeah, it's how could it be here? I didn't, you know, people go to college for years for that, or they do this for that. How could I expect to have this when other people have, spent years creating that or you know what I mean it's like we're battling with ourselves in that resistance and therefore it can't come through but I love this sort of step three idea this this sort of step three years there are those who never get to the point of actually receiving anything they've asked for because they can't believe they could deserve it or whatever that is that it couldn't be that easy or that it's not fair if they get it and someone else does blah 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 so (laughs) it's really about the step three energy and what's fascinating about it is we've been shown the metaphysics of this that if you hold in consciousness the idea of it being complete, you start to to feel the emotions that are associated with completion. And by doing that, actually ignite the the protons and neutrons (laughs) and the ions to meet you in that physical reality, because now you're a match to it emotionally. That is that set point. It's very interesting how they talk about how we actually gather with our, our emotional set point, the opportunities to experience things in the physical, because we have, we have matched it. We are a match game. So, so whether that comes first, um, I don't really care. The important part is I want to understand the mechanics of it. So, if the change is already done, let's say it's prosperity, and let's say that means money for you. Gosh darn it. Let's just allow that. You know, I think it's fascinating to watch your emotion if you sit to yourself and say, okay, I got a million bucks in the bank. How does that feel? It's already done. I really believe that's already done. I've got all the funding I need for this business. It's already done. How does your day differ? Then if you got up and said, I got to make this happen, I don't know how, I don't know where. I mean, I mean, I think really when you talk about stress, stress is this idea that I don't know how I'm going to make it happen and I'm not really sure that I can. Right. Where the gap's just way too big. Way too big. Because, you know, let's face it, no one, no one brought the sun up this morning. It all came with, uh, you know, sources energy had that going on. None yeah. of us got up in the morning and pulled the rope and made the sun come up. So I think the old definition of stress is this idea that it is your job to do something other than believe it is true. And in the believing, then the physical universe does what it does. And I have no clue, nor will I ever understand string theory or anything that goes beyond understanding about how the physical universe reconfigures itself. And then there's an opportunity for you to act upon the things that are happening. And we've all seen this happen in little ways, delightful ways, where we have said something, we've said yes to something, and then the universe, little by little by little, has given it to us. And what I love about this concept is it really means there's no excuse for you not to be happy now. 
Because, <laughs> you know, whether you just launched a desire or you're in the middle of contract, as long as you know that the change that you've asked for, creative, dynamic, powerful being that you are, if you can really know that it's already complete, then you can have fun today. But what's so interesting about this is that when you have that belief, you actually ignite in a much faster way the manifestation of it. It's a beautiful system. But it is that launching point of saying, I believe that that change is complete. And I want to I want to cut to uh, this track. We're going to listen to a little bit of it. It's only about three minutes long from our wonderful teachers. And then when we come back from the break, we'll talk about it some more. So this particular track, and again, we really encourage you to go get a whole workshop. This was the Alaskan workshop that happened in 2011. It's something like, I want to say 10 CDs. It is fantastic. Go buy the whole thing. It's the only thing you'll ever need. <laughs> this is another one of my desert workshops. If I'm stranded in the desert, this is the workshop I want. Um, it has everything you could ever want. And this particular track is a gentleman who has had such an extraordinary time on the Abraham Cruises. For those of you who don't know, much like Unity. Oh, segue to the Unity Cruise. How much do you love that? Much like uh, Unity is going to do next November in 2012. Uh, Abraham does cruises where people, you know, for five days, We'll have workshops and go to wonderful places, which Janice and I will be doing in November of 2012 on the Unity Cruise. And we hope you all come. We're going to have workshops and opportunities to hang out together. Please sign up. Come along with our joyous journey. We're going to cruise the Caribbean and have kind of the extraordinary uh, experience you're going to hear in a moment from for some of these other folks who've done the cruising, the metaphysical cruising. Go to unity.fm forward slash cruise to get all the information and tell them be sure and tell them we sent you because we get all kinds of special credit when they you call and say i'm coming to see ray and janice okay <laughs> that's it what was that for a segue um <laughs> so let's go ahead and listen to this track this gentleman had a wonderful cruise and now he's asking you know how can he really change things when he gets home here we go one last thing i don't know if this is a repeat question but uh, one thing that i have been uh, pondering upon on this cruise is the things that I want to change when I go back home. <clears throat> you know, uh, this job, uh, my online business, my family, things like that. And uh, I think I've heard you for the 10 sessions and I've, I think I, I've got most of it. But if you were to give me something that um, as I go back home into my regular life, the things that I can take from my, this cruise and really apply. All right, here is, the, here is the thing that we want you to hear. The changes are already made. Awesome. The changes, okay. the changes are already made. Now you're looking for evidence of that change. The changes are already made. Now, now so, so the change is made, meaning it's vibrationally done, it's present tense, and it's in the vortex. So the, the big change is already made. Your vibrational alignment with it is maybe, in some cases, still to be discovered. So isn't it going to be great when your moment-to-moment -moment life shows you a piece that needs work? Okay. And what are you going to do? You're going to go general. Yes. You're going to do the work. Yep. But you're not going to do the work in an obligatory way. You're not going to do the work in the, oh, i got to wrestle this in the ground and kill it way. You're going to do the work because... 
because you want to do the work because the change is already there and because you want that joyful journey from where it seems to be to the change that you're looking for so the work that you're going to do is going general and the accomplishment that you're going to receive immediately is feeling better right now feeling better right now feeling better right now and then you're going to stop and say to yourself all right the change was already there vibrationally and just now with this little exercise I've affected a vibrational change in me and now the evidence is going to start showing up and then it starts showing up in other words relationships that were dicey get better right away people that usually don't say nice things start saying nice things situations that are usually tense are more relaxed things that don't usually occur to you until after they walk out of the room occur to you while they're still in the room in other words all kinds of evidence of the work that you're accomplishing happens and and so doesn't it now does it feel better we we certainly like the feeling of it and we want you to find the feeling of it when we said the change has already occurred did you really want to go home and just discover the change or are you willing to go home and affect the change Effective. are you willing to go home and and enjoy the evolving of the change are, you, are in other words don't you want to be in on it Do you really just want to go buy the statue when you could mold it with your own hands Do you really want to get to the end result or do you want to be in on the delicious creation of it you see yeah it's clear isn't it yeah, it is yes. this was almost like a rampage thank you very much that was so delicious. So we're going to have to take a quick break, absorb some of the information that you just heard. And when we come back, we'll go deeper into this understanding that everything you want is already here. And we're going to have a fun time allowing it to really give you the journey of your life. Stay tuned. You're listening to Everyday Attraction on Unity Online Radio and AlignRadio.com. When listeners like you contribute to the Unity Online Radio Network, you're making a positive difference in your life and the lives of other spiritual seekers. To contribute, visit www.unity.fm and make a one-time donation or sign up for monthly contributions. Thank you for your support. Have you ever considered that everything you think and say is a prayer to the universe? Are you sending a positive or negative message? Join Rev. Beverly Molander and her guests on Affirmative Prayer, Activating the Power of Yes, to find out how you can activate your own power of yes. Using affirmative prayer or positive intention can make a big difference in the way you think, feel, and live. If you want help moving from chaos to clarity in relationships, health, prosperity, or work, this is the place for you. We'll have some how-to suggestions about how you can say yes more often from this point forward. Talk with Beverly Molander and her guest live every Monday at noon central, 1 p.m. Eastern. Affirmative Prayer, activating the power of yes, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world.
now return to Everyday Attraction and the Metaphysical Porch with your spiritual neighbor, Ray Zander. Have a sit, get something to sip, and let's get real. Spiritual. Welcome back from the break. You're listening to Everyday Attraction here on Unity Online Radio uh, at unity.fm and also alignradio.com and our favorite mobile app these days, Stitcher. If you haven't gone and if you have an iPhone or an Android, get that little Stitcher app and search for Everyday Attraction or any of the Unity Online Radio shows. Search Receive Your Life, which is Janice's show. And then every week, the the fresh new podcasts pop into your Stitcher app. So we love that app. So what an interesting moment that we just heard from this Alaskan cruise that happened in 2011 from our our teachers. Uh, You know, I, I totally got this guy's energy where, you know, you're at the end of this fabulous, exciting retreat experience, but you want to know, how do I bring this home? And and I, I think the thing I love about this work, bar none, is this concept of it's already done and the change is already there. I could hear his palpable relief and not having to remember everything they learned over the last five days, <laughs> you know, <laughs> that the change was already made vibrationally. So I want to break down some language because we can get a little Abrahamic speaking, a little metaphysical speak, and I, I like to break it down and make it every day. So it's done vibrationally in the sense that everything that happens is done vibrationally first. If any of that's new news to you for the first time, wow, what awakening. Um, everything is in vibration first before it moves into the slower what we call physical universe and it's what they call in the vortex which is their slang for saying it's just waiting for you you know everything you want just kind of hangs out and waits for you in this this vibrational mesh this vibrational soup if you will but the alignment to it is still to be discovered now this is the part that's fun right or or at least interesting if nothing else you know we got to look for the evidence so Janice, how in your life do you look for the evidence of something that you want? Well, it's interesting because I'm experiencing some, like I was just thinking of this when they were listening to this thing about the change is already made. And remember we had the conversation about my radio show where I said, God, I really want people to call in um, that I don't know. Yes. You know, because we talked about because when I started off, I was like reading some stuff, you know, trying all these different things. It just really didn't feel like it was flowing. And I really just want to coach on the radio. I just want to do what I do on the radio. I want people to call in. And it's interesting because now it's almost like every week someone emails me and say, oh, God, I love the show, whatever. I ask them to be a guest and they say, OK. And it's been happening for like six weeks now. And it's been so fun. And, and I'm just I'm just enjoying watching this. So you, you put it out there and you didn't have any resistance to it in the sense that you knew it was a change that was already done and you could have it. And well, that, I think I knew I, I knew I could have it the way I wanted. I didn't know how yeah. to get there, but I yeah. knew it was possible to me. I can imagine it. I mean, because I, I, I could so clearly see it. Yeah. I just yeah. didn't know. How do you start doing that? Because I'd put it out there. You know, if you want to be on the show, let me know. And people weren't contacting me. Mm, and you know, and I felt like I was just talking into the ethers, call in, and now it's like been consistently unfolding. So what changed? Uh, well, you and know, it's interesting because then I, I just want to go to this other quick story because it relates to this. Mm-hmm. But um, 
so we moved into this house in um, August 1st, and I loved it. it was the, You know, we're sitting outside, beautiful weather, sun's out, summer, grilling. Loved it, loved it. And then all of a sudden I got in this space where I don't think I like this house. You know, it's something, you know what I mean? It, I don't know. It's like it's cold, it's winter. It's just I was in this mode of this house is not perfect anymore. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then I was telling my husband, it's like, wow, all of a sudden I love this house. Like, what happened? <laughs> like, all of a sudden. So I'm thinking, oh, I know it's because we got this fixed and we got this fixed. And he put up these lights to look at the picture. Oh, remember, you put up the lights. And then we got cleaning people to come in regularly. And, you know, because like, figuring out all these things of what changed. So now I like the house. But then I thought back, you know, it really was the internal change. Yeah. Because. We made the decision to put up the light, get things fixed. You know, it's it, none of that would have happened externally without the internal shift of making the decision to, I decided I'm going to love this house. I'm going to love this because house. Because I love to love where I live. And now I'm back in love with the house. Right. But, but it, you were, but the action, but it, you can get tricky about that because someone could say, oh, it's because you made right. all the changes and you made the cosmetic changes and then you emotionally reacted to it, which is another way to create. You can yeah. do it that way. But the more dynamic and interesting one is to get to the place where you make a decision and then you argue for that decision. Well, and then, <laughs> and then, like they say about the evidence, but also with the shift in decision, the actions become obvious. Yes. As a witch yes. do. But yet with the radio, I feel like this has been such an interesting experience because all of a sudden so much is coming at me that that I'm not taking action on. I mean, yeah. do you know what I mean? I, re- I, I react with inspired action, but it's a new experience of things just popping, 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 showing up all of a sudden. Yeah. And that's really what they say we came here for. Mm-hmm. We didn't come here to, to really do all the heavy lifting on our own. It's not even possible. But this idea of discovering alignment really uh, fascinates me. And I, I like the idea that it is my job, my work, the only work. They really stress that in that piece. The only work that's ours is to discover our alignment. And you can only do that in the moment. So the only time you can do any work is right here, right now. Yeah. In this moment, while you're listening to this radio show, you can only do the work right here, right now. Alignment is only in this moment. You can't project it forward. It's not like a college degree. You can't get it and have it forevermore. You have to be in the moment and conscious of how am I feeling right now? And if you experience contrast, don't freak out. It's just a piece of that work that needs to be work. And we talk about contrast. It's when things happen that you don't expect or something quote unquote bad happens, or you have for some reason, a really negative reaction to something, or, you know, you just walk around really pissy. That's all contrast. But the thing is, is not to get freaked out about that and say, well, I thought they said the change was done, but use that as, Ooh, this, this is an opportunity for me. This is a piece of the journey I'm right on track. Everything is still in order. The change is still made. But I, in this moment, get to sit with this piece and feel better. Find a perspective and therefore change a vibration about how this is showing up. And I really think this idea of going general is so critical. I I really think it's critical. I've been having this experience lately where I have just been picking up every cold that is in any anywhere. I mean, I have a three-year-old and I know daycare and all this stuff, but, but still... You know, there's a part of me that goes, I know that I am healthy and vibrant and strong. That's what I have asked for, that I have endless energy, that I go to bed exhilarated. That is what I have asked for. That is who I truly am. So when I get this little contrast where I get this cold, and this is like my third one this winter, I really see that I have a choice in the moment 
about where my alignment is. I can get really pissed off. I can go down to the vitamin store and take every goddamn vitamin on the shelf. <laughs> I can go to the you know pharmacy and demand them to give me every cold room. You know what I mean? I can go and whack it out in action. Or I can sit here and I was talking to my husband about it. And I said, you know, I just have to let it go. It's no big deal. I know that health is my truth and that whatever's going on with my body, I'm going to choose to know that it's fighting its best fight and that I don't even believe in germs anymore. This is just resistance. I'm giving up my belief. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. Um, but it's interesting because I so I was having this sort of I am not going to beat myself up about what's going on with this cold and why is am I creating this? And, you know, Abraham is saying more and more, stop trying to figure out why something happened. You're only going to dumpster dive and there's no end to that pit. Just stop and try to feel better from the place that you are. So I go general. This is the new keychain. This is the thing you want to walk around with every day. Go general. So if you're in a contrasty situation, I say, you know what? I don't have to think about this right now. You know what? I know that all things work out for me. And I know that this is an opportunity for even positive negative. When I have a little cold, I get to slow down. I have some excuses not to go to everything everyone asked me to go to. You know, I can use this as a way to, you know, blah, blah, blah. But you see that I'm using it in a general sense, not why is this specifically happening to me? And, and why using, is my it, nose using it to support you, not to fight against yourself. Exactly. Like you say, this I, I, get to reschedule, I get to change some things on my schedule. I get to... You know, almost like, because then all of a sudden the resistance, it be, it's not a problem anymore. There's no more resistance. It's like, wow, yeah. this is actually, you know, reminds me of what Jerry used to always say, all things work together for my good. Or, you know, it's kind of you get in that groove of like, wow, everything is for my benefit. And it's no big deal. It's really no big deal. You know, and if I have, you know, a winter of contrast, no big deal. This is my opportunity in this moment to match the universe that says I am healthy, wise and wonderful. You know, so in this moment, I'm going to slough it off. And this is this general thing. And it feels a little like you're obviously ignoring the truth. Well, it's you're ignoring the truth that you don't want. <laughs> and by ignoring the truth that you don't want, you change the reality of what's coming. I mean, it's just this beautiful symmetry. You can't have both. So like, you know, keep throwing it off. No big deal. And I love to take care of myself. And I love products. I love this. Like, ooh. I'm going to go find out all the immune boosting products that are on the marketplace. Mm, I'm going to go get me a blender, just like my friend Janice. Um. <laughs> I'm going to go vegetarian. This will be fun. You know, I just want to like, no big deal. This is fun. This is fine. But I really have to take myself off this ledge that says, what is this cold saying about me right. as a teacher? <laughs> right. Well, because then it just builds that there's something wrong here. Oh, yeah. You know, I'm wrong. I'm doing it wrong. God, Who am I yeah. to teach? And it, that whole cycle is just, just, we're just chasing our tail. Right. Exactly. I have to feel better now. Okay. So now I've done this work, you know, turning it around, letting it go. I take all the cold remedies that make me forget about my symptoms because that's what I want to do. And then I attracted somebody and I wish I could remember who it was and forgive me if you hear this and it was you, but, um, <laughs> Someone said to me, oh, you know, some some theories say that people who get colds actually have a stronger immune system because the cold symptoms themselves are evidence of their immune system fighting off something. You know, I, and I heard that. And I'm like, I don't even care if that's true. Right. It makes me feel better. <laughs> Works for me. I'm like, then I am the most healthy person on my block. Thank you very much because I have had all kinds of symptoms. And I was like, oh, okay, I can try that. But you see, that person was evidence. Yeah. That I was now, you know, on a different track. 
yeah. that I was now, and now that this made me laugh. But you, you know? but you wanted to go in that direction. That's what I think is interesting about the evidence. It's almost permission. I remember years ago when I was a CPA before I was had kids, married, and this woman said to me, "I love teenagers," and I remember just vibrating with that when she said that. I'm like, I love that. I love that. But I think because it's like I wanted to love teenagers when I had teenagers, but you're not supposed to love teenagers. <laughs> right. So it's like evident. I think when, a lot of times when we gather this evidence, it's because we want to go in that direction anyway. Yes. Yes. You know, yes. it's like permission to d- love what we want to love or, you know, like when you were saying, I'm strong, more evidence. More evidence. My immune system's strong. I love that because we know that that's what's true anyway. Sometimes I think maybe the ev- like we don't do it by our, we kind of wait for a permission before yeah. we give ourselves what we want. Right. Or again, we have this need to beat ourselves up, which is just I'm over it. Mm-hmm. Enough of that. It, it never gets you anything that you want. That is a, a very old piece of technology that we all need to just really get rid of. You're never going to find out what you need to know by talking about what you did wrong in the past, ever, ever. You cannot discover who you've become. Well, well I don't know if that's no. true, though, because then what about the contrast? Well, the only reason it's painful is because you're not that. But you can't go back and drag things up. You know, I can say from right now, I have to feel better from now. So if I go back and think about all the places I probably picked up this germ, how is that helping me? Right. You know, I mean, I don't think you can definitely look at your experience and gain from it. But I I think the misnomer and the misunderstanding is the idea that your salvation lies. I think it's it's how you use the contrast. If you use it as a springboard, it's going to spring you up even higher. Yes. You use it to diminish yourself. You're just we're just going to stay stuck. So we're going to use it because it's there in our life. I mean, why would we turn away from something that's actually so valuable that's pointing to us where we feel disconnected to source? Yes. You know, but how are we going to use it? But we're going to use it because it's good stuff. I mean, when we bump into that resistance, there's information in there. But there's, but it's only in this moment. And a lot of times people will say, how did I create this? Yeah, but I think, I think this is important because like you say, we're not, expecting any salvation from it we're using it right to take us to the next place there's but there's a difference though because i think oftentimes there's this concept that the needle that i need right in this haystack and once that is fixed and once i satisfy that i'll be okay but they're insatiable those thoughts are insatiable there's all kinds of needles they're based on a lie there's no way they could be fixed (laughs) and all you end up is getting a lot of pokes yeah you get a lot of pokes but i like that i like that distinction of how are we going to use the contrast in our life? Yes. And we're not and being victimized by it. It's not using us. We're using it. We're using it. And what does it have to glean for us? What does this have to give us? And, you know, what they said in that segment is, you know, the evidence starts showing up and the evidence has a momentum about it. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Like in the moment, you're more dynamic. You're sharper than you've ever been. People who used to be persnickety show up and are kind. I mean, it's like these kind of little miracles that start happening. But I think the reason why that happens is we, we start to expect the evidence to show up. So all of a sudden our radar is up for the evidence. Yeah, we're trying to. There's more yeah. evidence. There's more evidence I'm on track. Ooh, I'm on. Look at this. This is showing up where before we may have been so focused that it's not here that we couldn't even see it. Exactly. So translating for our alignment, new term, Mm -hmm. translate. I'm going to translate this so that it gets me more in alignment. 
Yes. This, I'm going to translate this so it helps me discover more of my alignment. I'm only going to use my mind this day to feel better. Yeah. And you know, I love, not, I love yeah. that. And it's personal. You're going to mm. translate it in your language, which is not going to be someone else's language. Yes. You know, like yes. say the cold thing. It's like, and you could feel when you translated it properly for you because there's relief. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Oh, okay. That feels better. Yeah. But the other thing I have to, I noticed though, is I can't kind of go along with the crowd in the sense that, you know, people will say, how are you? Yes. You know, oh, I so want to go, oh, I've got a freaking cold again. Can you believe it? <laughs> you know, it's like, I have to hold back on that. You know, it's like, I want to go and talk about where I am. And it's like, no, 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 no. We're going to translate for our deliverance here. Right. It's something vibrant. And so, you know, it's really interesting or where someone says, oh, you sound stuffed up or, oh, you don't look so good. You look puffy. Don't you hate when people say that? <laughs> you look kind of puffy. And I'm like, what the hell are you supposed to say to that? Well, thank you. Thank, thank you. you. I'm working on it. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. You, so you know, I just want to say one thing. I think it's it's interesting about, um, what did I write down? It was, oh yeah, that thought, because I've been actually catching myself lately when I want to engage in conversation that's not aligned with what I want, almost that yeah. urge. And yeah. it, so now I'm very gently saying to myself, you could say that, but it will slow down your manifestation of what you want. But you could say it. I mean, it's okay, but just be very aware that this is going to slow it down. So it's okay. Say what you want, but don't be surprised when you, you know, realize that you are, con you are, you are slowing it down. You know, that's okay. I mean, it's all right. Yeah. But just know that because then all of a sudden that when it's like my choice, it's like, mm, well, maybe it's not that important. <laughs> <laughs> you know that thing about releasing the lesser for the greater. Maybe, right. maybe I'm not willing to slow it down, so I'll just keep my yeah, mouth shut. Need to talk about how bad that dinner was. Yeah, right. <laughs> maybe I can let that go for now. Um, yeah, exactly. It's it's really choosing in the moment, um, loving the journey, and if we're gonna love the journey, we can't go down a place that talks about what we don't have. It's just. So it's just it's so it's interesting. Just a different path, you know, it's like it's not going to take us where we want to go. But what I loved about that segment, and we're going to take a quick break, but this idea that Abraham said, well, you don't want to just go home and find the statue already done. Mm -hmm. It's not interesting. You don't want that. You want to mold it. And I love that part of it because I think sometimes we do think we want to be I Dream a Genie where we just kind of, you know, uh, shake our head and there it is. And that's not what we came for. We really did come to mold the clay, to mold the statue. So we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll talk more about this evolutional journey and how you really can relax and have a lot more fun than you might be having. You're talking to, you're talking, you're listening to Everyday Attraction and we are talking about the law of attraction. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. From on the air to on the sea, pack your bags and come with me. Hey, hey, what you waiting for? An early winter rendezvous with all the things you love to do. Hey, hey, treat yourself to more. A little more summer, a little more sun, a little less work and a lot more fun. A little more beach, a little more sand. A little less stress and a lot more pain. Join your favorite Unity Online Radio hosts for Cruise in the Caribbean, November 10th to 17th, 2012. 
on this fun-filled Caribbean adventure, enjoy sunshine, exceptional dining, and island excursions. Feed your spirit with music, message, and meditation, plus one-on-one time with some of your favorite hosts. That's Cruise in the Caribbean, November 10th to 17th, 2012. To learn more, go to unity.fm slash cruise. A little more sunset, a little more sea, a little less do and a lot more be. Listening to Everyday Attraction, where the law of attraction gets real. To learn more, become a fan of our Facebook page, search for Everyday Attraction, or email us at everydayattraction at unity.fm. Your comments and participation are sincerely welcomed. Welcome back from the break. You're listening to Everyday Attraction on Unity Online Radio at unity.fm and also on our wonderful partner alignradio.com and what was so fun about that last part of this Abraham segment that we were just listening to if you just joined us we're talking about this concept that everything is already done in consciousness when we ask because of the powerful creative beings that we are and it is really our job to gather evidence for that change being complete and to set our emotional sights on the feeling of it being complete and then the evidence that shows up has a momentum to it and that we love this process this is what they call molding the clay we don't want to just come home and have it done we want to be able to be involved in the dynamics of it that's a that's a really important part because i think a lot of times we kid ourselves where you know, it's really getting down to what are we measuring for? Do we want to mold the clay or observe the statue? I think we think we want to observe the statue, but if we really check in with ourselves, we want to mold the clay. It's, you know, yeah. it's like, do you want to watch a skier on TV or do you want to ski down the mountain? You know, it's exactly depending on what you depending want. Depending upon what you want, exactly. <laughs> I, but I think a lot of times, personally, but that's. But I think fine. a lot of times is we're kidding ourselves, <laughs> and then we're measuring for something that we don't really want. Absolutely, and then we get surprised when we don't. Get, it's not satisfying. Well, I think what's interesting, and and if you'll, if we, if we take note of this, by the time the statue is complete, you're almost over it. Yeah, exactly, it's like cooking a meal. When a lot of times I'll cook something, it's like I don't really feel like eating it. <laughs> yeah, kind of thing. Right. You've invested your time, your energy, your passion, your focus, and then you're done with it. Your fun is in the what's for dessert or what's next. Or yeah. What's yes, yes. Now what are we and, gonna do? <laughs> and, and I do think it's this evolution of constant expansion that is part of the teaching that we've learned from from metaphysics and from a lot of this new thought teaching that is so important to embrace because you can really relax and let it go. You know, you can relax no matter where you are in your life. If you really understand the concept of, of eternalness, of constant moving of forward, of lifetimes, of of experiences. You just kind of can relax a little bit. There's not anything you need to get done right now. Um, if it's all eternal, which is not something I think our human mind can wrap our, our arms around, but our non-physical self knows that. Our spirit, our guides, our internal uh, consciousness of divinity knows our eternal nature. And so when we return to that energy, there is a comfort there. There is a place to relax. There's a place to say enough for today, you know, and there isn't this constant running. 
And and what I think is so important in this in the molding of the clay. I mean, you might have ten statues that are halfway done, and that's okay. Yeah, we're powerful that way. We don't have to focus on one statue and get it completed. And until that statue is completed, we have to suffer to the end. You know, we have a lot of creative molding going on in a lot of different areas of our life, from the very mundane to the very profound. And I think we need to relax with this idea of trying to manage it or get it done by the time we're fifty or sixty or twenty or whatever you think your benchmark is you really miss out on the joyous ride yeah. when you start to put those kinds of benchmarks and you know but it's kind of shifting something very it's the same thing of under getting understanding the concept that the change is already made it's a shift in how we have been holding it you know usually we don't say changes are made until we see it on the physical plane and it's like this whole molding thing usually we don't count anything until it's done and then we brag about what we did Right. You know, I graduated from this school and I worked here and I worked X amount of years and I saved up this. We're so tuned into the results. We don't really honor the process, but it's such a joke because that's where all the joy is. That's it. Yeah. And there's nothing more delicious than holding in consciousness something that you know you want and holding it in a way that you know it's true to you and then watching the physical world show up and say, you are right. It's nothing more exhilarating than that. You I know? totally agree. That's what I'm doing right now with this whole writing process. It's like, oh. it's just happening. You know, it's yeah. like, I'm already, the problem is now though, is I'm already thinking about marketing it and I haven't written the book. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I got to sit in my chair and write something down because I'm already getting so excited about, oh yeah, this, this, I guess, you know. <laughs> well, when something's done in consciousness, yeah. you know. But it feels you- like it, but this is an interesting Question for you when it's you can help me with this. Okay, I feel like it's done, but it's not done. Right. As far as the, you know what I mean? They, I don't know. It's just interesting because sometimes I start having this feeling like, oh, I should be doing more. I should be sitting down and actually writing more because I'm acting like it's done. Well, I think this is so crucial. And I think artists and athletes know this um, on some sort of unconscious level that you don't want to do anything unless you're in the vortex or in that zone. Because if it's done, your connection to source, it'll be more of a download than a creation. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I mean, I think it's significant. I kind of appreciate this concept of download that you're really a conduit for it. And that you want to make sure that the you know, that the line is open. Yeah. And I actually I have to say I had that experience last week. And this is the first time I mean, I've been writing for a long time. But it was always I was writing. And I would hear people talk about downloading and all that. I'm like, wow, that would be so cool. That would be so cool. And it actually happened to me for like an hour. Stuff was pouring out. And it's just like, wow, 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 cool. You know? Yeah. That's like the first time I had actually experienced that, which was very different than me writing. Well, this this is kind of contrary to a lot of it. And if anyone's into writing, they've, you know, maybe if they've read some books about the process of being a writer, and there's a lot of information about how much work you need to do outside the vortex in order to have those few moments of downloadable lusciousness. And I don't just really, I don't really buy that. I, I don't think that's what Abraham is telling us. Right. I, I think that our work is to be in alignment, to feel the feeling and watch for the inspiration and then always have a pen and pencil nearby. <laughs> and, it, and it happens outside of time. It reminds me of when I was single and dating and all this and my mom would kept saying oh you'll know when you meet the person you'll know and I'm like yeah 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 you know two years here two years there (laughs) this relationship that relationship and then when I met my husband it was like bing done like it was like oh there he is it was so and she was right you just it's a whole different you just know 
So we can trust that. Yeah. We can trust that it will come. Now, whether you want to take three hours a day meditating in order to get into that, I don't know. I mean, I just don't think that sometimes we work really hard. Um, but it has to be fun. Like an athlete, they might be working at the gym in preparation for the zone moment. I get that. Right. And But working out in the gym is something that they better enjoy at some level. But, you know, it's, this our call right now is the working out at the gym for me. Like yeah. being engaged in this conversation, always thinking about it. Right. And then the zone pops. But it's but it's yes. years of doing having conversations with people, coaching years and years. But it was all fun. But that, all fun. But that's not writing a book. But I think I was ahead of myself. Yes. I, yes. I was trying to because I should have a book, but it wasn't the timing wasn't I wasn't there. And now you know too much because you've spent a lot of time in the gym. Mm -hmm. figuring out how this works, you almost know better that if someone says to you, Janice, you should sit in a room undisturbed for three hours every day or you're never going to write this book. And that feels horrible to you. Right. Now, if that feels fun to you, great. But if that feels like, oh, my God. I just can't do it. <laughs> Bounce around too much. No, you know, it's not right for you. know that that right. is their truth and they can create with that truth and they're going to have wonderful books with that truth. Yes. That works. But it's not the only way. Right. It's not the only way and that we get to find our delicious journey and this managing of the contrast. See, I think a lot of times people get into law of attraction because they want to avoid trouble. You know, I'm going to go learn about this law of attraction thing because I don't want to have any trouble in my life. And, and I think what you come to realize is it's not about avoiding the trouble. It's about managing the contrast, managing the circumstances for your greater good, because you cannot evolve without working out in the gym. You know, we're going in there and pumping some weights, you know, I mean, not literally y'all are getting my, yeah, but my, if you hate know, going to the gym, it's probably not the right, there might be other things, Yeah, but, there, but you know, it's about managing the contrast and doing the things that you need to do to get from A to B and trying to feel as good as you can feel uh, along that journey. And then watching that work by managing the contrast. And this is this thing, I'm going to go back to it again about going general when things get really negative. And you probably don't want to say this out loud because it might frustrate people. But what, when things start to get really specifically negative, you want to start sounding a little kind of flighty. Ah, oh, you know, this too will pass and I've seen worse. You know what I mean? You kind of want to pull back from the dynamic intricacies of the negativity, which is actually creating more of itself <laughs> in the specific contrast. And I, I find this whole go general thing is really a choice I'm making because there's a part of me that says, no, you need to go deeper into the negative and deeper into the contrast in order to really work it. But managing the contrast, and we're going to state it here, managing the contrast means going more general on the negative, waiting for the positive to come in and then getting specific in the vortex. That's when you start to really align with the evidence of, of what's happening. Does that make sense in that process? Oh, yeah. I, well, I just, I'm just still reeling from your last thing you said. I'm, I'm so really, I mean, I get this whole thing like, okay, so the change is done, right? So the book is done. And now I'm just going to have fun. Because, right. but if I, you're right, if I sit down and try to hammer it out the way I think I should do it, it won't, ha I have to, it's really stepping out on faith that I don't know how it's going to come together, but right. it will because the feeling's so strong. And nobody writes a book like Janice Campbell. She writes it in her own way. Yeah, and I don't even know what that way is yet, but, I don't even know what that is. <laughs> but it will exactly. be revealed. Maybe it'll be tape recorded from classes or radio exactly. shows or something. <laughs> but in the midst of that, you know, in the midst of that, it's your job to find that 
alignment to argue for your possibilities. Yeah, but but here, just hearing, it's funny. Like when someone else says it, it makes it easier. You know what I mean? Like now, hearing you say it, it's like, yes, I can align with that. Po- that that actually feels good to me. Yes, like that feels right. Good, not only good, but it feels right because it's of course exciting. we can't do something different from how we do things. We're not going to be different from who we are. Like I'm not going to turn into a different personality and do things completely 180 degrees than how I've always manifested my whole life. But there's a lot of information out there that says if you want to do this or be this profession or do this experience, here's the, here's how all the people before have done it. Mm-hmm. Here's the success. But see, we got to remember in an ever evolving consciousness, Earth, planet, uh, there's always going to be things that are done for the first time. Mm-hmm right? <laughs> and you want to be someone who's always doing something for the first time. You're not regurgitating how someone else does it. So Janice Campbell just might discover how easy it is to write a book. <laughs> and all the people who dug a deep ditch and had to crawl out and suffer for their book are really going to hate you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because it just looked like you just wrote it down when you were feeling good. But that's the information. You could be the very first person to discover how easy it is to write. Yeah. Well, because I, and I, I also have a history of heaviness around it. So it's going to, I have to make the decision as to what I'm going to align with. Yep. Because I you do have, have a history of working hard and not really getting the results that I want. And it doesn't have to be that way. There's, I could choose something else. But the only reason you work hard is because you think it's not done. But when you know it's done, right. working, working hard is just silly. And this is a new feeling. I have to say, this is, this is definitely this year. It feels different. It, I could feel that the change is done. You really want to revel in that. Mm-hmm. And not that- run back to the old ways. I think that's what I'm learning from you today. Because part of my inclination is, okay, it's done. Now I better get to work. <laughs> but holding well, I- that space, it's done. And just that's the most important thing. But I learned from you what gathering evidence means. And here Abraham is saying it again. You need to, on a daily basis, gather evidence that doing what you want to do is easy and fun and you know exactly when to do it. It really is deciding again and again that it is done. Mm -hmm. And I mean, unless you've got all of your eggs in this basket, you're always going to have that split feeling. Well, maybe not, or maybe this isn't exactly right, or blah, blah, blah. It's so amazing because if you can feel in your body, in your gut, in your knowing, that something is yours. And I love the pregnancy analogy because I think it's really brilliant. That baby is coming. Right. Wouldn't it be silly for you to sit around and mourn about not having a baby when it's in your time? For nine months. <laughs> for nine months. I wish I had a baby. Right. You know, I have nothing like, to hold. I have nothing to hold. I know. I have nothing to take to the park. You know, it would be so silly to do that. And you miss out on what it feels like to be six months pregnant, seven months pregnant for guys out there. You miss out on the idea of ideas just coming into fruition. It is a a decision, though. Like, where are you going to throw the weight of your consciousness? Yeah. It's a decision. It's like moment by moment. Because they are clearly two different paths you could follow probably for every situation. Yes. At least two. (laughs) But by following, falling in love with our ideas, mm-hmm. by truly falling in love with our ideas as if they were real relationships, we get to enjoy the evolution of those ideas. And we get to enjoy, you know, what it feels like to be in a startup 
we get to enjoy the feeling of being funded, if you will. We get to enjoy the feeling of hiring people. If, if you're in this business analogy, we get to enjoy all of it so that when the ticker tape parade and the ribbons are cut happens, we're already enjoying it and on to what's next. I mean, that's just the truly understanding of constant evolution, constant moving. We're in this. We can never get it wrong because we never get it done. We've actually come to the end of our hour. So we hope that you've heard something this hour that has, uh, that will maybe stick in your mind this week. And when things happen that look like they're not going in the direction of what you want, you will know what to do and participate in the fact that everything you want is complete and ready for you to behold. Janice, thank you for joining me. Uh, and I thank know you, you have to run. So we'll see you next time on Everyday Attraction. Great. And as we like to end this show, we will play a little bit of a Law of Attraction card reading from our friend Charcel. And if you have a chance uh, to go get your own card deck, Charcel is reading the card deck from abraham-hicks.com. They have these wonderful Law of Attraction card decks. Go get one, two, three, four, and um, carry them around with you. But in the meantime, here is a card reading from the Law of Attraction and Money card deck uh, read by Charcel. Have a wonderful week, and we'll see you next time on Everyday Attraction. Welcome to the Law of Attraction card reading. I will praise success wherever I see it. Whenever you find yourself critical of the way anyone has attracted or is using money, you are pushing money away from you. But when you realize that what others do with money has nothing to do with you and that your primary work is to think and speak and do what feels good to you, then you will be in alignment not only about the subject of money, but about every important subject in your physical experience. You will praise success wherever you see it. This is Charcel reminding you that like attracts like, and that today is sunny with possibilities. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us on Everyday Attraction, where the law of attraction gets real. Join Ray every Friday at noon Central Time on Unity Online Radio for more ways to align with your source and start living the life you intended to live. Everyday Attraction is sponsored by Send Out Cards. Go to www.sendoutcards.com attraction and mail a free card that you personalize to someone you appreciate. Don't wait. Act on your promptings to appreciate today at www.sendoutcards.com slash attraction. Everyday Attraction is recorded live every Thursday at noon Pacific Time on Aligned Radio, alignradio.com. Jesus taught us that it is our divine creator's great pleasure to give us the kingdom of limitless good. We are all heirs to incredible abundance, and yet many people right now are stuck and struggling in a place of lack. How do we walk the walk and experience vibrant health, profound love, limitless wealth, and overflowing joy in the midst of a world consciousness of lack and separation? 
Each week, you will learn powerful and practical tools to experience greater abundance in every area of your life. Hear from experts and visionaries that are living examples of sacred abundance and have your questions about prosperity answered from a spiritual perspective. Join Reverend Robin Ryder live every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Central Time on Sacred Abundance, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world.